There's no question that Obama is enjoying his retirement, racking up deals with Netflix and all kinds of other corporate billionaires. Uh, he is definitely rubbing shoulders and enjoying the time he put in for corporate America. But Sagar and Jetty from The Hill, The Rising gets it completely wrong to think that this man, Barack Obama, is the uh, controller behind the curtain. That is Clinton's title, and she holds it for very good reasons. Let's get into those reasons right now. <laughs> a tad! A tad, Lloyd! You drove almost a sixth of the way across the country in the wrong direction! What's up, everybody? Your boy Israel here. Hope everybody's still enjoying their Monday evening. The last segment I wanted to talk about for the day is a new media segment uh, on this Spotlight New Media. I'm talking about Sagar and Jetty from The Hill, The Rising. I have nothing against Sagar and Jetty. I think he's a very good commentator, and he's got uh, his finger on the pulse of America and on the populist right. I want to give him credit, but there was a segment. Let's run the clip where he's discussing Obama in this very kind of spooky controlling way as if he is the uh, puppet master of the dnc and that's just not right let's run the segment this piece obama turned his head up at joe biden who had at least some semblance of working class understanding at the time and instead turned to hillary clinton the pod bros people in his administration who ended up going to go work for beto o'rourke's presidential campaign now the piece describes in detail how Obama sneered at Biden behind closed doors, how many of his advisors laughed at Biden openly and often behind his back. Biden and his team were aware of this, and despite it, Biden was deeply loyal as vice president to Obama, frequently disagreed with Obama's penchant for giving lofty speeches, but refusing to actually try and get anything done in Washington by glad-handing or even, you know, playing politics. But all that loyalty didn't really add up to much. Obama absolutely refused to turn over the reins to him in 2015. He had a better relationship with Hillary Clinton, and he all but edged Joe Biden out of that race in 2016 when he was thinking about running. A race I now think most people would agree would have at the very least been more competitive on the merits if he'd entered it. Now, come 2020, he was embarrassed frequently by Biden's gaffes, but more so, he was embarrassed at the idea that Biden would carry on his legacy. And yet, when Biden was in trouble in the Democratic primary, and when it came time for him to wrap the whole game up, Obama and his aides were behind him 100%. And in fact, since he's clinched the nomination, they've all glommed onto him. They make up the list of the people who will be in the White House senior staff. They even make up the list of his vice presidential picks. Kamala Harris, in many ways, is the perfect empty shell politician that people like Obama, the Pod Bros, and David Axelrod say are the future of the Democratic Party. Therein lies the problem. If Joe Biden was actually Scranton Joe, if he was the guy who Obama hated because he wanted the president to stop appearing aloof and actually try to get something done in Congress, and if he was a guy who realizes with finality that the Obama neoliberal project failed and that the people who advised Obama were actually technocratic fools who have been wrong about basically everything for his entire career, then he might actually be somebody worth elevating to the Oval Office. But he's not. He might have decent instincts, and he might be better at at least appearing to normal Americans that he empathizes with them. 
But the truth is, is that his administration is all Obama without any of the so-called charm of the Obama presidency. His vice president is a vapid neoliberal shapeshifter. The person that he picked was literally Obama's national security, nearly picked, was Obama's national security advisor. And nearly every other person who has been floated for a potential appointment in his administration was someone who looked down upon him, you, and anyone else who questioned whether they were God's gift to earth in 2015. So all of this demonstrates Biden himself is actually very insecure. He backed off when Obama told him Hillary Clinton was his chosen successor for 2016, despite having deep reservations about her as a candidate. He basically ran as Obama 2.0 in the primary, despite during his presidency purporting to be disturbed at how the presidency itself was going. And then after winning, he hired his entire former boss's staff who scorned him for the better part of a decade. All right, folks, there you have it. There's three real important points I wanted to outline here. For one, Hillary Clinton basically owned the Democratic Party because the Democratic Party went bankrupt under Obama. So that is one of the biggest reasons why Obama had had no choice but to give over the reins back to the Clintons. He spent his entire administration trying to get a coalition built. I mean, Wall Street is behind him, of course. But Wall Street is also behind Clinton as well. They have no problem with either one of those two. And Obama basically lost that battle because Clinton had the money. So she bailed out the DNC uh, in a way, regaining power of the DNC. And we found all of that out in 2016 through the primary against Bernie Sanders and the WikiLeaks that showed that the DNC was rigging it against Bernie because Hillary Clinton had final say on everything. So Obama wasn't in control at all in that picture. That's why, that's why he receded away and started hanging out with billionaires and doing the typical former president uh, circuit. That's that's what he went to and making money on Netflix deals and, and, and things like that. He doesn't want, he he's not interested in exerting any power in the DNC, the only real example where I would agree with Sagar and Jetty on this is keeping Bernie Sanders out. But that was the entire establishment. That's every wing of the establishment together. Didn't want Bernie Sanders' coalition to gain any kind of power in 2016 and all the way up until now, 2020. So that's why Obama intervened this primary season. The second thing, the second point that I wanted to outline is not only did Hillary Clinton own the Democratic Party because of how Obama and his folks ran it, right? But oh, uh, Sagar and Jetty admits it there himself is that by in that segment, Biden is hated by Obama's people. A lot of people in Obama's group don't like Joe Biden and, and kind of that blue dog old school Democrat that Biden represents. So ultimately, this doesn't show that Obama was uh, reluctant to give over power to Biden. Yeah, he didn't like Joe Biden, but he certainly didn't like Clinton. They ran against each other as vicious opponents. That 2008 election was pretty bad if you look back at it, with Clinton literally dropping leaked footage of him in like Muslim clothing and getting, you know, pretty racist at times. So it was just the fact that neither of them had a choice. This was all a way for the Clintons to regain control of the DNC financially and politically. And now they have Kamala Harris in. So with the Clintons, it's a win because Kamala Harris is just an extension of Hillary Clinton. There's so much evidence to that. I mean, Kamala Harris's sister was in the Clinton campaign and a big influencer there at that and ran Kamala Harris's primary campaign in 2020. 
So a lot of a lot of stuff there going on, but the third and final point that I wanted to outline from this video that Sagar did is how much credit the right wing gives Obama as some kind of, you know, 4D chess player. Obama was just kind of the pretty face on neo, a new school neoliberalism. That's all that Obama was. He was a shell for Wall Street. And during the financial crisis, Wall Street bet on this guy because they knew he was a suit that they could just use and get away with what they got away with in 2008 and the whole financial crisis bailout, TARP. That's all that that was. So the Obamas, they, they, they really, in fact, they had so much opposition from the right, even if they wanted to try to become the new Clinton dynasty, it would have been close to nearly impossible because at least the Clintons are able to gain some Republican support, Republican funding, allies, all of that. So I think this just shows the uh, naiveness on the right sometimes and over, uh, they're being too generous on Obama. He doesn't have as much control as you think. Let me know your thoughts down in the comment section below. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel if you follow news and politics. And I'll catch everybody tomorrow. Peace. Thank you.